Hello and welcome to the latest Lancet podcast. I'm Francesca Toey. It's April 26th. In this podcast, we're discussing the Woman Trial, which focuses on women with postpartum hemorrhage and treating them with tranexamic acid. Joining me are two authors from the Women Trial collaborators. Please, can you introduce yourselves? I am Halima Shakur. I am the project director. I'm Ian Roberts. I'm the chief investigator, and we both work at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. So first, please can you give a bit of background as to what the Woman Trial is and what the acronym actually stands for? The Woman Trial, the acronym means World Maternal Antifibrinolytic Trial. The background to the Woman Trial We started thinking about this trial way back, about 10 years ago, when we were doing a trial in trauma. We were looking at tranexamic acid as a treatment for trauma in the CRASH-2 trial. And doctors in Nigeria who were doing the trial said to us, why are you only looking at tranexamic acid as a treatment for hemorrhaging in trauma? when every day we're seeing women dying of postpartum hemorrhage in our emergency department. And the idea for this trial came out of clinical need from doctors in Nigeria. Can you give a bit of background on postpartum hemorrhage incidents and the current treatment options that are available? Postpartum hemorrhage is when women who haven't given birth bleed abnormally, they bleed excessively and Worldwide, the incident varies. For example, in the UK, about 5% of women develop postpartum hemorrhage. And the definition of this is where women bleed more than 500 milliliters of blood after giving birth. In countries like Asia and Africa, about 11% of women develop postpartum hemorrhage. So in this country, we have a lower incidence and in poorer countries, there appear to be a higher incidence. Current treatment depends on the cause of postpartum hemorrhage. The most common sort of reason why women develop postpartum hemorrhage is when their womb doesn't contract down fully, and this is called uterine atony, and the treatment for this is uterotonics. However, there are many, many other causes of postpartum hemorrhage and many other treatment options, including surgery to control the bleeding and also sort of removal of the uterus, the womb, to stop bleeding. What was your study aim and what were the main findings? So the aim of the woman trial was to evaluate the effect of tranexamic acid on death, hysterectomy and other important outcomes in women with postpartum hemorrhage. We originally planned to recruit 15,000 women, but in fact, we changed that during the trial. We realized that we probably wouldn't see any effect on hysterectomy for a very obvious reason, that in Africa and Asia, women die so soon after the onset of postpartum hemorrhage that actually they don't wait to see if one treatment works before doing the other. Everything happens at the same time. So women were being taken for hysterectomy at the same time as they were being given tranexamic acid in many cases. And so we realized that actually tranexamic acid can affect the risk of death in those cases, but not the risk of hysterectomy. So halfway through the trial, we increased the sample size to 20,000 patients so that we can see what's the effect of tranexamic acid on the risk of bleeding to death. And the results were very good. Tranexamic acid reduced the risk of bleeding to death by about 20%, or 
If you give it early, the treatment benefit was even greater. So it reduced the risk of bleeding to death by about 30% if it's given within three hours of delivery. The other thing that tranexamic acid did was it reduced the need for reoperation due to bleeding. So for example, you might be doing a cesarean section, someone might develop a postpartum hemorrhage, they might be given tranexamic acid or not, but after they've closed up, some of those women have to go back to theater to be reinvestigated because they carry on bleeding. Well, tranexamic acid substantially reduces the risk of having a reoperation due to bleeding. And then the third nice aspect of the results is that we didn't find any increase in adverse effects. So it seems to be that tranexamic acid safely reduces the risk of bleeding to death, it reduces the need for reoperation, and it doesn't increase adverse effects. So all in all, it's, I think there are very important results for clinical practice. Where does the publication of this paper take us in terms of next steps for both future research and in clinical practice for high-income and low-income settings? In terms of future research, in the WOMAN trial, we conducted this trial in hospitals where tranexamic acid could be given intravenously. So these were high-level facilities. However, many women in sort of poor settings, for example, in district hospitals or at home, they continue to bleed and continue to die from postpartum hemorrhage. So it's really important for our next step that we look to see whether they can also benefit from tranexamic acid. So we need to look at different routes of administration to make it easier for less well-trained healthcare professionals to administer tranexamic acid, for example, in tablet form, intramuscular injection, under the tongue, whatever other routes we can show to be beneficial. So our next step is to look at how these different routes of administration compare with the intravenous route to see whether we can extend the findings of the woman trial to benefit women in community and in lower level facilities. Also, in the woman trial, we started treating women only when they were diagnosed with postpartum hemorrhage. And for many women, it was already too late because they might have been anemic before starting to bleed, might have anemic heart failure, and any blood loss might impact their outcome. So we're very interested in looking at whether we can give tranexamic acid much earlier, especially in high-risk women, women who are at high risk of developing postpartum hemorrhage, to see whether we can prevent postpartum hemorrhage from even happening in the first place. As regards the clinical implications, tranexamic acid seems a safe and effective treatment for postpartum hemorrhage, but it'll only benefit women if it's actually used in clinical practice. And so, you know, this is just the start of a journey rather than the end. We have to disseminate the results widely. Uh, we have to make sure that the treatment is available in all places where women are at risk of death from postpartum hemorrhage. So it needs to be in anywhere where a woman delivers who is at risk of dying from postpartum hemorrhage. The tranexamic acid needs to be available. It needs to be incorporated into treatment guidelines. And there needs to be audit of the extent to which it's used because it is an exciting intervention that's got the potential to save a lot of lives, but it'll only save lives if it's used. It's particularly interesting because I think there was a view previously that 
if only doctors in lower middle income countries would do the same things as doctors do in high income countries, then everything would be fine and they would have death rates as low as they are in uh, high income countries. I don't think that's necessarily true. What we've learned is that women who have postpartum hemorrhage in Africa are usually profoundly anemic and often quite seriously ill at the onset of postpartum hemorrhage. So I think we've still got a lot to learn about how to improve the clinical management of women with postpartum hemorrhage. And I don't think we should assume that we know everything and it's just a matter of doing all the right things right. So I think this is another completely new approach to treating women with postpartum hemorrhage. And I think it's going to open lots of different avenues. Thank you both for joining us today. It's been a very interesting discussion. And thank you all for listening. See you next time.